This podcast is part what? of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network what? at www.tpsradio.net. WW Pod Mike and James. Well, by the time you listen to this, it will be August. By the time you listen to this, it will be in the middle of summer. Will it be? Will that heat wave continue? Is WWE on a heat wave? Is WWE Raw Daniel Bryan John Cena feud on a heat wave? What's happened to the Shield? What's happened to the Wyatt family? Do you know about the Wyatt family? All these questions and more will hopefully be answered over the next hour, Mike. Morning. Excellent. Mike, a bit of news, not really breaking news by the time most people listen to this. What's that? Randy Orton got attacked. Really? Yes. Um, the view of the story. It's in USA Today. Uh, I'll quickly read it to you. Um, a Please fan do. entered the ring on Tuesday during a WWE live event in Cape Town and attacked superstar Randy Orton whilst he was oh. working. There's a YouTube video as well, Mike. Is there? There is a YouTube video of this. Wait there. I will uh, send the link to you. And, oh, and we, we will have the discussion live to take so everyone can get... Our, our innocent views on the YouTube video. Um, I'm just go, I'm just basically trying to get the link for you, mate. Uh, Brilliant. Is that the, is that the YouTube theme music? It should be, shouldn't it? It really should. Just you going do 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 and so on. If yeah, absolutely. If YouTube had a theme music, I wonder what would it be. YouTube, da, 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 da. we have videos of stupid people. We do, don't we? I saw a video on YouTube only about half an hour ago. Right. Uh, showed to me by uh, my sister's boyfriend, lovely chap, and it was of a, it was called Cactus Body Slam. Excellent, Cactus Body Slam. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, thing. But basically, uh, hang on, how can, I, how can I, do I press this? Yep, you press the blue link that's probably appeared in your Skype. It's appeared but gone again. Okay, wait there. Try again, there you go. Oh, hang on. Ah, there we are. Oh, we have a beeping. Okay, ah, yes. All right, let's have a look at this. I'll tell you about cactus afterwards. Let's have a look here. Okay, you ready, everyone? Let's give this a try. So we have uh, loading up. Delivery superstar, something, something, South Africa event. So there's the story. I oh, know. I'm for some reason it wasn't loading for me. Um, Randy Orton. No, it's it's doing similar for me. It's, it's being a bit strange as I as I knock over my drinks, Matt. Oh, it's loaded now. There we go. Uh-huh. Ah, here's the video. Yes, 
It's one minute forty-eight seconds. Hang on. Okay, I am. I I'm not even. Oh, watching hello. This. So wait there. Pause it. I am waiting to watch it. One minute forty-eight seconds. Okay, wait there, Mike. We okay. will press play now. You ready? Three. Uh, so do three, two, one, then go. Yeah? Three. Okay, ready? Yeah, ready. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Excellent, excellent. It's yeah. a bit shaky. It is, and there's, it? there's Randy Orton posing. Bearing in mind, this is South oh Africa. Oh, my God. In the ring. In the ring. And the referee's just walked out, and he's walking to a corner. I believe this is the corner where he gets attacked. Um, Mike. I uh, think you're right. So he's over there. He's doing his thing. Uh, he's standing there, as the way that Randy Orton often does. Have a voice. It is the savior. Bad camera work, Mike. This is bad. Oh, oh someone's in the ring. I, I and he's taking him out! Is he's not? He's low blown him, and Randy Orton is now. Oh shit! Get the hell out! And now Randy, Randy Orton kicked him in the head. Oh! Oh dear! Oh uh, well, um, that's pretty bad. Uh. <laughs> Wow, what do you think of that, Mike? We've now, we, 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 obviously, this this um, uh, fan seemed to low-blow him. He got in there, low-blowed him, and he collapsed into the into the ring. Yes, yeah, so he must have caught him a treat, as they say. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, couldn't have happened to a nicer man, no. Uh, it's, it's absolutely right, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh... At no, at no point can I defend anyone getting into ring and attacking a wrestler, but this is a man who at one point apparently assaulted a 15-year-old boy. Uh, yes, pooed in a handbag and, and, and damaged someone's camera as well, after they wanted to take a picture of him, allegedly. Um, oh, I think I think I knew about that. And this fucking drinks, man, keeps sticking, sticking to our drink and falling so, over. So, <laughs> Ran Randall Orton. Um, yeah, that's pretty bad. Do you agree, Mike? If if a fan enters the ring uh, and tries to either ruin a match or interrupt a match, interrupt a wrestler, once he's in the ring, um, it's kind of known as fair game. Whatever happens in the ring to that fan, would you kind of agree to a certain, to a, up to a point with that? I mean, I th- no, I think I do agree. I think if you're stupid enough to get into the ring. And attack a two hundred and forty pound man, you should run like a bitch because you're going to die. I, he should have at least picked up a chair. Let's be fair. I mean, what do you mean the the person who ran in? Yes, or at least stole uh, um, Brandy Orton's money in the bank and run off with it. So, so the money it. in the bank is. Shitting it. He should have shit in his briefcase. <laughs> should have shit in his briefcase. Uh, <laughs> um. They might, they might have to put that into the storyline because Damien Sandow's been thrown into the sea, so that we don't, or whatever it is, so we don't know where where his contract's gone. And now we've got the other contract. Oh, we can't use this. Is pool all over it? That'd be great. Uh, do 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 you think there should be various segments of Damien Sandow in a pirate boat hunting for his contract? Oh, I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can see him now in a sort of Napoleon uniform, singing something from from like an old school musical. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. That that'd be great. And then and then he ends up coming back with a stable of various pirates he picked up on his travels to get the contract. 
Including Paul Birchill. Including Paul Birchill. Ah, he was great. Do you remember what their their plan was for him and Katie Lee Birchill? Yes, yes, yes. To uh, on on a PG TV um, at the time. Yeah, they wanted to have an an incest storyline with with Paul Birchill and his hot sister. Oh dear, that's wrong on so many levels. You know what? And the, the the problem is, you've got two people who are clearly very talented when you look at uh, the earlier divisions, and not for the first time, and Mike, probably not for the last time. Well, yeah, uh, WWE kind of ruined what could have been a potential main event team. Absolutely. You're right. They should. I mean, if they'd gone with the, um, uh, what's the word, incest storyline, they would have been main eventers. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know about the incest that, that, story. That, that, is what, that is what you meant, wasn't it? No, no. Um, no I, no Sorry, I, I, have I misread the situation? Yeah, no, I, I don't think that, that they have the potential to both be main eventers. Yeah, I think, potentially. Well, Katie Lee, definitely. I even yeah. think Paul, I even think Paul Birchall, I, 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 mean, I mean, let's be honest, Paul Birchall could be, uh, you know... Uh, in Damien Sandow's position now, in terms of upper mid card, uh, just needs that final push to make it to the main event. You know, I mean, we don't know, but he, I think yeah. in terms of wrestling talent, he definitely had it, and he wasn't the worst promo guy in the world either. Do you mean him as the pirate or in general? In general, as Paul Birchall, not the pirate. Fair he didn't need a gimmick, I don't. Well, he didn't really need too many gimmicks, you know. I did you not like the pirate? I thought it was great. It was. I could not imagine him being in the main event at SummerSlam, though. That's a good point. But but when he first came in, he was the random British tag team partner of William Regal doing absolutely nothing. Then he became a pirate, and suddenly he got airtime. That's the <laughs> odd thing. Well, it was around the time you had all the Pirates of the Caribbean sequels and everything. That's why. And obviously, oh, Pirates... Yeah. A pirate, you know, like Vince, pirates was the um, the word of the week for for, for yeah. a while, probably for a couple of months. So he got pushed and then goodbye. A bit like uh, Super Crazy, they tried, they they kind of cashed in on the whole Nacho Libre um, um, film, didn't they? Oh, was that the idea? That was the i. I believe that was the idea. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, we all know that Vince McMahon seems to have these flavor of the week. Flavor of the day, flavor of the hour. Uh, yeah, even. that's true. Uh, yeah, and then so what? What could be quite? What could be pushed one week is definitely not the next. Which is interesting. Talking about pushing, I, I, I want to come to back to Randy Orton in a minute. Um, Rumours uh, I've heard, but oh, yeah? the Wyatt, had the Wyatt family, Mike, taken over the Shield spot. I've been wondering this myself. Because I thought of something earlier on, and I thought if I could fit this in, it'd be really clever, but I don't know if it'll work, right? Do it. Think of it. I'll try. Think of it, right? The Wyatt family. Three men, Mm -hmm. physically imposing, come out of nowhere, straight out of the development system, take out some main eventers in three-on-one attacks, dominating Raw. I've just described the shield. You have. I have. Or the Wyatt family. Well, exactly. That's the point. Now, interestingly, if 
they still have. Oh, by the way, yeah? By the way, I, I just want to say, uh, 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 follow the buzzards. Just, 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 a, just a, follow the buzzards because they're here tonight. Hello, Mister Buzzards. How are you? Whoa. That's the noise you get when you hold a microphone to a buzzard. <laughs> well, there you go. Did uh, you not know that? I fuck me. There's an ostrich or a buzzard in this case. Um, fuck me. There's a buzzard. Fuck me. There's a buzzard. Hang on, are you sort of in Bray Wyatt's on screen, or you think of his own with a fucker buzzard? No, no, that'd be interesting. I'd rather not. Bestiality. Um, what, is, what is a buzzard? Birds are linked to dinosaurs. Some of the ones I've been with. Well, hey! hey. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. So hang on, so you're, is a buzzard a bird? It is. I thought it was like an insect. No, 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 buzzards are definitely a bird. I got this completely wrong, haven't I? Mm-hmm. You have. I, I feel slightly silly. That's, yes. that's I, all right. I, I, I didn't know a buzzard was a bird. A buzzard is a bird. Google it. Lovely bird. It's actually not a Lovely bird. It's kind of almost, yeah. Are, are they quite large? They're not too bad. They're not too bad. Uh, uh, how big are we talking? Um, these I don't. To be honest, even looking at the pictures, I don't know. I've sent Mike a link for the Google oh. images. That should take you to Google images. Beautiful pictures of beautiful buzzards, Mike. Let's see what we can find here. Two legs, not six. With a beak. Is that my nickname? Two legs, not six. With a beak, no. Yeah, that's quite the mouth. Well, let's have a look. Oh, uh, you were. That, that's certainly my nickname. Uh, they look like owls. They're owls with bigger wings. Uh, owls with bigger wings. Uh, don't you think so? Yeah. Hmm. They're probably. Uh, I'm sure. They're, well, are, are they in relation to the eagle family? But they, they sure look it. So, but I, also, I've not got a clue also, about nature. There's also a photo of some very unfortunate sod. It hasn't been attacked by one. Huh. Yeah. Horrible. Moving on. Uh, so those are buzzards. I never knew that. There you go, there you go. As a, as a buzzard, you've never knew that. And as the Wyatt family, they have taken over, um, arguably, the Shields. But, Mike, but this is one thing. If, uh, well, I, know, I, don't, I don't like that they keep it, but if they actually had the brand split properly and used it, this brand split, that could probably work. One on SmackDown, one on Raw. Um, but it's not going to, the way they're doing it at the moment. It's an odd one, isn't it? I mean, they're very... I mean, obviously, I say, in some sense, the presentation of them couldn't be more different, obviously. And the whole... The Wyatt family... I don't know if I totally get it yet. I know the whole point of the Wyatt family is that Bray Wyatt is this kind of cult leader. Yes. Which he plays, which he plays really well. And but I but and I know the whole point is that his promos don't make total sense. We're not supposed to understand it because he's either totally insane or has some kind of weird, goofy. We don't know, and I know that's kind of the point. Maybe this weird kind of Charles Manson type thing, I suppose, in, in a weird way. Yeah, uh, sort of thing. But um, I I don't know when they come on screen. I think ah cool, all right, this and the way that it all starts. We're here. I like that. But I don't know if I quite get it yet. What, what's your opinion on the Wyatts? I think it's a bit like I think we need to wait at least one or two pay-per-views until they've been on to uh, 
you know, see, see where their overall storyline is. Because the, the Shield, they had a very good storyline, and they're very, very exciting. They kind yeah. of did the same thing for a bit too long, got defeated, were badasses. Perhaps they should have remained undefeated, maybe until, like, a WrestleMania, or even SummerSlam, and, and lost it in a big match. But, yeah, it was kind of like a rinse and repeat with the Shield, which was really good at the time. But the minute they got... they The minute they were defeated and then seen as vulnerable... I mean, funnily enough, Mike, ever since they've won the tag team in the US Championship, yeah, that was kind of their peak, and they've that's been about it for them. As in, you were, yeah, in the last few weeks or months or since they won those, belts, yeah, they don't seem to mean as much, which is strange. No, and interestingly, I mean, you do wonder what what's the Wyatt family going to do now that the Shield hasn't really. That's true. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, has the Wyatt family, let's be honest, like the Shield, amazing. The, the, the promos, the introduction, fantastic. You couldn't argue with that. Have, mm-hmm. should they have maybe waited until maybe after, I know they probably wouldn't want to, should they have maybe waited after next year's WrestleMania to introduce them? So it's been a good year with the Shield. Hmm. Because you've got basically two groups doing kind of the same thing, in a way. That's true. Um, Just in a very different way. Well, ish. It's almost, it's a bit like, yeah, it's a bit like at the time, if you remember, I mean, we had Biggie, we had uh, obviously Lesnar, and we had Ryback, dominant superstars, you know, know, Mark Henry, kind of doing the same heel thing in the same way. I mean, I I remember at the time we were potentially saying it's all a bit too similar, even though Lesnar's the standout guy, but you've got far too many similar similar things going on in similar ways. I remember this, yes. Uh, I, I, I'm not, crit- I'm, I'm not criticising it. I'm just saying they kind of have... The Shield are kind of just there now, and that's it. See, if you want the Shield to still have impact, why didn't Dean Ambrose win Money in the Bank? Well, let's be honest. I mean, I know there were... <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely right. Why didn't Dean Ambrose win Money in the Bank with the other two Shield members coming in, cleaning house? Because you've got two Money in the Banks, Mike, haven't you? Yeah. So you could have yeah. one with a kind of a fuck finish, let's say. You know, yeah. yeah and you could absolutely. have had the two Shield with a couple of chairs, absolutely dominating. You know, you, and then the Shield winning the match convincingly, as if like you know, you know, no one else is going to win it once they're, once they're in there, almost cheating, even though it's DQ'd, and getting it that way. And then you could have even had the shield. I, I mean, little, oh, little, oh, yeah, there you go. My, my, I've, I've got the creative juices going. On there that same go. pay-per-view, Mike, you could have even had the shield beat up one of the world champions, probably not John Cena, in the middle of the ring, drag him in the middle of the ring, hit him with chairs, may have bloodied him up, you know, yeah, done, done a couple of concertos, and then Dean Ambrose cashed it in and been the champion at the end of the pay-per-view. Controversially so, I know, but it would have got people talking. That sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah, I mean, not not. I imagine um, if you remember, was it was it? Oh, um, was it the Sandman on the cross at ECW? Yes, it was. Now I'm not saying put anyone on the cross, but you could have had some an equivalent kind of crucifixion of a character. You you know, completely beaten up. Uh, you know, making the impact as the pay per view goes off the air. Basically, you know, uh, Dean Ambrose, the Shield member, the dastardly Dean Ambrose. 
is the new yeah. champion. And this guy, you think, shit, he's not going to, you know, whatever the champion was at the time, I think Alberto Del Rio, or even, you could have even yeah. done Dolph Ziggler, you know, had he re- remained. And, you know, it, it, will Dolph Ziggler come back? How, you know, and then obviously he had the next pay-per-view SummerSlam. Where he Ziggler, Ziggler would have been cool. I th- if they'd have left it, I mean, I know that, let's be honest, he, although he had a concussion for a few weeks, he clearly isn't injured injured. Or he wouldn't have dropped the belt in the way that he did. Yeah, and I do, and I think I mean talking about uh, you know uh, Ziggler, Alberto Del Rio should never, he shouldn't have been. I know he's a heel. No, for the world championship again. Uh, really, really. No, I think Ziggler should have kept it. Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. That is true. And then you know if, you could have had someone beat him. You could. I like, like the Shield beating, cheating or whatever. But that would have made yeah, Ziggler. If, if, if Ziggler kept it for a few months, then Ambrose wins it, then them two head to head. Absolutely. At SummerSlam. That could have been great. Abs- a- absolute, absolutely. You know, and you could have had, for example, the Shield a banned from ringside, and if they turn up in the ring, basically, you, you, you know, Dean Ambrose stripped of the title or whatever, something like that. I don't know, but yeah, you could have done that. You could, or you could have had a built it up to another cage match, a Hell in a Cell match. But no, they've got their Hell in a Cell pay per view they need. Um, yeah, <laughs> fortunately, but yeah, and it's a, such a, it's so unfortunate. Do we need Alberto Del Rio as a champion? I don't think so. Dolph Ziggler was very, very over. He didn't have much of a reign. He looked like a rubbish champion. Um, they booked him like Rey Mysterio when he was champion, if you remember the first run. Basically losing yes. every match almost. And he did, he did look like a very weak champion, even though the fans were behind him. Um, and Do you like, think... Do you think he'll win it back? Do you think that soon? Do you think he'll get the SummerSlam shot somehow? I don't. I don't know. It's more. I mean, the way the the way this looking, it's almost like will RVD get the SummerSlam um, yeah. shot? Who is going to get the that SummerSlam shot? I'm not entirely sure. And I think randomly Christian beat him, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, you could have like a three way or fatal four way or or something about something of that, but. I, I think Del Rio, RVD, Christian Ziggler. That would be brilliant. That would be amazing. It would. Oh, it, it would. It would. Because um, I really don't want Ziggler to go against Big E Bargum. He's boring Langston. It, which is probably what's going to happen, Mike. I just Big E Langston. I just don't find him interesting. When he was in the ring in, in Raw, it's the best he's ever looked. It's the first time I've ever given a shit. He's so kind of lifeless. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there was, there he was more life left in the Sandman on the cross. <laughs> but are you, uh, still, even now. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, SummerSlam. The poster looks good. It's got Ziggler on the front cover, if I remember. Oh, that's it. I haven't seen it. We've got, obviously, John Cena, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar are the two confirmed matches for SummerSlam. John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. I wish that was tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm really up for this match. Now, well, uh, I mean, I know we're going quickly, but moving, mo- moving to that, if you want to quickly talk about it, the big uh, talking about oh, the rumor. Just, just, be- just before we do, yeah. One last suggestion. Shield. We said about winning the title. Mm-hmm. Going into SummerSlam, they're the top click, as it were. The Wyatt family. Bulldoze through the the ham and eggers and the jobbers, and build their way up. And then, by the time the shield break up, the Wyatt family's ready to conquer. True, absolutely. Um, That's maybe how it could have been done. 
You're right. You're right. I mean, you could have even had the Wyatt family on NXT in a way, if well, you wanted to, and have them dominate that. Yeah, oh, but yeah, as yeah. the Wyatt family. Yes, yeah, so that's true. Because before it was just Wyatt and his promos, I think. Yeah, as, as the Wyatt, and you to have them dominate NXT for like the next six, seven months. So you know, fans kind of get to know them, uh, and then and then after Mania or whatever, they really will know them. I don't know if they would need to do that though, because they they're getting they're getting cheered whenever they come out. That they get booed like hell when they do the attack. But when they first come out, everyone goes, "Hey!" Well, yeah, but the, vi- the video package of theirs, I think, was all they needed. True. Yeah. You, you, yeah. The, that were. I mean, to to a certain degree, even the Shield kind of got a few cheers, depending who they're going going up against. Um, oh yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, they, there you go. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to see where they go. Yes, um, I sus- I just—they're both really cool, but yeah, you have to wonder if there's room for both of them. No, I don't think there is. No. No, it's a bit. Uh, surely, I mean, yeah, it's a bit like having you know a heel NWO and a heel DX uh, in yes. on the same TV show, let, let alone on the same you know pay per view card. Um, it would work. It's a, it would really only work if you're building them up to face each other. But at the moment, they're two heels, heel groups. Would anyone really be interested in facing each other? Not now. I would. Eventually, mm. I would. In about yeah, Survivor Series, yeah. Given it enough time. Follow, to do follow the gussets. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I couldn't think, could think of anything that sounded like buzzard that was funny. So, so, so you said gussets. Yeah, it's the same sort of syllables and it's the same sort of flow. Yes, uh, I, I think I know what you mean there. Follow the gussets. There's a lo- there's a logic, and there sadly, a lot, and sadly, a lot of men do. Well, well, Mike. Well, well, well from gussets to, to to a wrestler that would probably be quite happy to shit in a gusset, um, hey. Randy Orton. Um, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Shit in a gusset. Does that mean he crapped himself? There you go, maybe, possibly. Or someone else's gusset. He would poo in ah, someone yes. else's gusset. There you go. You happy now? What a twist, what a twist. Yes, yes, yes I am. What a twisted man. <laughs> Absolutely, amen. Now, we've got Randy Orton. The big rumour is Randy Orton will catch his briefcase at SummerSlam. Oh, I fucking hope not. After, with, um, one, of the, one of the ideas is Daniel Bryan wins and then Randy Orton beats him and he's a champion. That would be horrible. Do we need Randy Orton as champion, first of all? No, we don't need Randy Orton on Earth. Will Randy Orton, as champion, have more buys than John Cena or Danny Bryan as champion? No. There you go. I, th- I think that's, that, that's <laughs> job done. I mean, uh, uh, I could see him as the SmackDown champion, World Heavyweight champion, but I don't... I mean, Randy Orton seems to be the, it, almost this niche character that people kind of cheerful, kind of like. But I, this is me personally, I have no confidence in him drawing long term as a champion. Because it's happened before and it was a very unmemorable feud he's been in. Maybe it was the creative team at the time, unfortunately, or his opponents. But it, it, he's, he's not really had any memorable run. As a champion, has he? I can't really deny that. I mean, is it? He's been champion, I think, it's nine times. Or maybe eight times. One of the two. But as you say, I find it hard to to remember. And the only, yeah, and let's but be honest. Thing. 
No, yeah, and I think the most memorable time of him, if his run was arguably one of his shortest runs when he first won the title against Chris Benoit, got lifted up. SummerSlam 04, yeah. Youngest champion ever, and then basically kind of had a, a probably a too quick face turn, really. But that's the most memorable time I I, I found as him as champion. Um, that's about strange. it. He, all this fuss, he wins the belt, holds it for a month. Strange. Be it, be it heel or face. I know, month. I know, I know. And obviously, you know... What they, whatever they did with the wrong with Randy Orton, they did very right with Dave Batista. Very true. They took their time. They did, and it worked. It did. Fans slowly, slowly jump on bandwagons. You know, they don't accept someone right away or hate someone right away. It takes time for the tide to turn. I think. Uh, you, you, 99%, 99 times out of 100, I think you're absolutely right. It's like if you're watching a wrestling show and someone goes heel, if you love if you love a wrestler and they go heel, do you hate them instantly? No, it takes a while for your opinion to change, So if it does at all. Talking about quick changes, faith changes, heel changes. Yes, dear. Would you say, what do you think of Stone Cold's heel change? Heel turn, sorry, at WrestleMania 17? At the time, I remember feeling so. Uh, what's the word? You know, what's that? What is? Oh, I've forgotten what the words are. When you're kind of feeling two two things at the same time. I don't know. Perplexed. <laughs> That's just confused. Do. But yeah, it'll do though. Torn. Uh, that'll do. That's it. Torn. torn. Very good. I, I know that's the word I was looking for because if that, if I couldn't think of the word torn, then clearly my mental faculties have taken a beating. But uh, but you know that's 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 just how we are here in O Town, Orpington. <laughs> anyway, and uh, yeah, I was very torn because on the one hand I was elated that he won the belt, but at the same time stunned the way he did it. Yeah, I know, and it's interesting. I mean, let's be honest, um, I'm pretty sure Stone Cold has said in interviews he wanted to go heel. He wanted to have this heel run. However, yes. he also, he's also said, and made it quite public in other interviews, that even though at the time he wanted to go heel, in hindsight he realised it probably was a big mistake and wasn't as successful as he wanted. I mean, do you think... I've, I've heard this as well, yes. I've heard him say that. Would you agree with him on that? It probably wasn't as successful, Um it wasn't very successful, no. I mean, listen, he went heel and hooked, uh, basically became like a sort of tag team with Triple H. Yep. And then Rock was kind of the face. But then he left straight away, didn't he? But then he left, yeah. So, the next uh, or, or something like that, yeah. So I th- Then I think they had a backlash. Um, they had a, um, him and Triple H versus Kane and The Undertaker as the main event for all the gold, if I remember. Something like that, yeah, where they won the tag titles, yeah. Yeah, and then you had, obviously, Chris Benoit and uh, Chris Jericho, um, you, you know, going... Go ah! And then you had the... Uh, and then, obviously, you had the uh, the WCW, ECW versus the WWE going into it, where, where Stone Cold kind of became a face again with his with his little antics with Kurt Angle and Vince McMahon backstage, and then he became a heel again when he turned against the WWE against the Alliance. And where, let's be honest, he should have been the face of the WWE during that time, and they really should have paid up the cash for Sting and Goldberg, um, etc. But they it was didn't. Ve- 
it was very strange. I mean, like, as you say, he was kind of, he was the face again, then he wasn't. He, he seemed to keep dancing about. Yeah. And then even when he was a heel, he was a very funny heel, so you kind of liked him. So it's like, what the fuck are you, you know? Yes, it very was. Odd. I know, I, I know. And... Uh... I get. It. I mean, being you're a much more. We've talked about this to death, really, Mike. Uh, the the, the yeah. Alliance feud. But you being yes. a WCW fan, uh, as well, definitely more so than me because you watched it a lot more at the time. Do yeah. you feel? Do you get ang? How, how do you feel? Do you get angry? Do you get annoyed? Is it both, or is it just pure frustration at basically the arguably one of the most amazing opportunities that wrestling the whole industry has ever had and this WWE had this amazing storyline where record pay-per-view buys months in succession could have happened and they completely messed it up threw everything out the window you know having the three biggest wrestling companies um you know at the time they completely ruined that whole angle over over three or four months they couldn't get they didn't get the right people you could argue they didn't try enough to get the goldbergs and the stings etc where booker t really was one of the main men and obviously rvd for ecw they ruined it or 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 do you think it was okay i think that they buried wcw purely for a laugh i remember i remember one time where someone said they some bizarre skits where Booker T met some woman and she said, oh, I've seen, I know who you are. I've seen you on TV hanging out with The Rock. Aren't you The Rock's butler? And although it's quite a funny thought, you just think, are you trying to bury the main heel in your company? Mm. What are you doing? That storyline wrote itself. It did. And also, WCW and ECW is one company, right? WCW and ECW hated each other. They did. It, it really should have been um, a, a three-way feud that you could have that could have gone on. Let's be honest, you know, for, for you you could have had storylines going on for a year, and it still would have been quite fresh. And then you could have had a a massive pay-per-view. I mean, you could have had like War Games or something similar with three rings, yeah. but a massive pay-per-view to end the feud. Whoever wins survives, and it, obviously it will end up being WWE. But that could have been that could have gone on for so much longer, couldn't it, Mike? Well, in a weird way, I'm not sure if they should have used ECW. Because I think three-way feud with three different companies would be too crowded. And let's be honest, they, although they only had so many WCW guys, they had a hell of a lot more of them than they had ECW guys. And all the ECW guys they had... Had were already WWE uh, by uh, six months to a year. I would have more made an idea of, oh my God, there's ECW guys here as well. Which sides will they sign for? And it would be no I one, d- really. And it, well, you might have had RVD in one camp, someone else in the other. Oh, true, true. I, I, I had the opinion of they would have pretend to sign for one, pretend to sign for another, and then just stood by themselves. If they, gonna, if they, as one big group, were going to sign with anyone, it'd be WWE because of all the cross promotion they did over the years. 
True, true, uh, true. And I always think that Mike, they should have made much more of an effort. Uh, maybe they did, and they just failed to get your Goldbergs, your Stings, and your Flair straight away. Uh, I mean, think about it. Instead of Stone Cold turning on the WA during the invasion invasion angle, WWE looked like they were going to win that match, and then suddenly Goldberg comes out, spears Stone Cold, spears everyone else, and WCW win the main event of Invasion or something like that. You know, that would have been wonderful. That would have been incredible. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, some of them, I'm not sure. I don't know if it was a case of they decided not to put up the money to buy them out of their Time Warner deals, or if some of them wanted to be paid to stay at home. I don't know which way around it was. But I'm sure if you'd have offered Goldberg two million quid, you'd have said okay. Yeah, I mean, he could have done just a, a very, a, you know, at the time, he could have done like a Brock Lesnar-type schedule just to appear. Yeah, that would have worked. That would have been all right. Yeah, he appears at the that invasion. Yeah, he appears at the invasion angle, has like two more appearances on Raw, and then has a match at SummerSlam against Stone Cold, you know? Or, or you could have yeah. waited for WrestleMania to have that match, uh, whatever. But whatever, that match, I think that would have been a million buys instantly at the time just having those two on the card. No matter what the undercard was, you built that up nicely. As long as you didn't fuck it up, that would have been at least a million buys for a SummerSlam, in my opinion. Well, Austin Goldberg? At the time, yes. Well, it, it's the match everybody always wanted to see. Absolutely. Let's be honest. It, it was then the what people used eventually spoke about Austin Hogan. Yes. It was the match that everyone wanted to see. God knows what it would have been like. Austin would have had to work pretty hard, I imagine. Yeah, but, it's but, one it, of, could, but it, it could have been brilliant. It could have been brilliant. And it's one of those things where probably, in the cold light of day, the build-up probably would have been better than the match itself. Um, yeah, maybe. But maybe. That wouldn't have mattered. in a way, that wouldn't have mattered. No, I mean, yeah, a bit like The Rock Hogan. The match wasn't that yeah. great, but it, it, it no. was the idea of the event, the spectacle of it, made it great, if that makes sense. The spectacle of it was fantastic. Yeah, as a, as a technical match, it wasn't that good. But as you say, it kind of didn't have to be. No. Uh, probably as with if they ever did the Goldberg Stone Cold. But Yeah, you're on the right lines. Alas, they didn't do it. Oh, well. There were a few odd decisions around that time. It was... Uh, uh, you, know how I used, you know how I used to... Uh, in the old days, years and years ago, I used to defend Russo and Ferrara quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, because uh, we all know some of the stuff they did afterwards was god-awful, right? We know that. But all I know is, when Russo left WWE, he said to, to Vincent Mann, you have at least a year to ride this faith. And about a year later, they started the invasion angle, and it was horrible. It was, and it was the beginning of the end of the whole Attitude Era, which I've always said kind of ended around uh, the middle of 2002, you know, when, when obviously Brock Lesnar came uh, came, came about. Um, I, th- I think 2002 was probably the last year you could have arguably said it was the Attitude Era. You know, it's funny you mention that, because I have something I wanted to bring up when it comes to the wrestling world. Do it, Mike. The Attitude Era, we know, is dead and buried. Well, not, <laughs> not buried, they, they keep drudging it up, which in a way to me is a bit odd, because in my head, let's uh, focus on the good things that we have now. You know. Yes. With the WWE at the moment, we all know that sometimes the storylines can go a bit strange and the booking sometimes is a bit weird, although it's a hell of a lot better than TNA. But I think the match quality has gone way up. 
What do you think? Um, I think overall, it, when you look at a pay per view from start to finish, it probably has. Because if you remember the pay per views on the Attitude Era, the matches were they, they weren't horrible, they're very average matches. But normally, a bit like a like you would in a boxing pay per view, you really only were there and interested in the maybe the one or two main events, the main event and maybe a co-main event. You know. Well, I don't necessarily mean the match quality is better than the Attitude Era. I mean, compared to, say, the interim years. I more mean that. What I mean is, I, I'm not saying that the match quality is beating the Attitude Era. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But compared to, say, five years ago, and really compared to when we had the Triple H show, say, 2003-2004, look at it. We had on Raw last week, Daniel Bryan versus Swagger, Cesaro and Ryback. That was an awesome match. That was fantastic. It was and especially against Cesaro. That was brilliant. Loved it. That need that that needs to be on the Daniel Bryan DVD. Let's be fair. That does, and I would I would buy that DVD. Fuck me, I love Daniel Bryan. It's so much effort and so much energy to his matches. It's just a joy. And you get stuff like Punk versus Bryan. Or, or, or even Brian versus Sheamus. And bizarrely, Sheamus versus Big Show. Somehow. And all these weird little feuds. Were, uh, the, like, the Shield versus the Usos. I thought a couple of weeks ago, the Mind the Bank kickoff was great. Curtis Axel versus Barrett and The Miz. Great match. The whole payback pay-per-view was great. I just realised recently that the match quality, I think, is getting really, really good. I do, um, uh, even on Raw. And I think the th- yeah. that's that's the one of the few positives, and there are only a few, but that's one of the few positives of having a show for three hours, I think, is you can have these longer matches, um, Definitely. which that's, is, that's which is great. The, that's something that I'm really enjoying about the three-hour Raw. I know it's not perfect, but... Having the three hours, more and more and more, they're, they're realising, oh, we can use it for longer and longer matches, and there's some great ones. But, Raw this week, 95% good show, and then the worst Raw segment I've ever seen in my life. What's do, that you know what I'm re- do you know what I'm referring to? I've got an idea. You've seen Raw, haven't you? Yeah? Um... I've only seen bits, actually, of the most recent war. Talk to me. Fair enough. There was a segment involving the Bellas and Natalia. Ugly Duckling. Yes. No, it it wasn't even the Ugly Duckling backstage jibe. Okay. You may not have seen this, I don't know. Brie Bella, uh, Mm -hmm. the less attractive one. Brie, Brie, that was really harsh, but... uh, one of, them, which, one of them's going out of John Cena. I forgot which one. One of them's going out of Daniel Bryan. Really? Apparently, yeah, yeah. It's, you know that new show on E? I watched it. Um, yeah. I've I, I managed, someone sent, sent me a link to, uh, and um, uh, like I watched parts of it. And uh, it's, it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. Really? Yeah, it's kind of a reality show that's not really a reality show. It's staged, but they do so. But, but occasionally they will show some legitimate backstage stuff, which is interesting. But it's kind of a show, uh, reports have basically been, it's kind of a show that doesn't quite know what it is. Is it reality? Is it work? It's kind of both, so it's going to get lost, I'd imagine, in its own shuffle. Um, But yeah, yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan's going out, I'm not sure which one, and and John Cena's going out with the other one. How very intriguing. There you go. 
Well, okay. So, yeah. So, um, Natalia is in the ring having a match with Brie Bella. Right. And in, and in the back, they said this bizarre insult of ugly duckling, right? Which is kind of stupid and 10 year old as it is. During the match, Nikki Bella gets a microphone and one of those duck call whistles. She comes out to the stage using the duck call whistle, saying, hey, Natalia, quack, quack. Not, not even the whistle, actually, saying, quack, quack, quack. Hey, Natalia, quack, quack, quack. And the match ends. I can't remember. I think Bree might win. I can't remember. It was horrific. Yeah. I can't put into words how terrible it was. For a start, Ugly Duckling, if someone called you an Ugly Duckling, you'd just say, fuck off. Now, obviously, they're not going to say that on television, but you'd find a way around it. Yeah, a bit. so basically, we're killing this. This is almost akin to the Piggy James angle. Oh, it's it's worse. Uh, let's, I mean, neither Mickey, Mickey James wasn't fat, Natalia isn't ugly and or fat. The Bellas no. are far too thin, right? I mean, that's a fact. Correct. That's a fact. Right, yeah, yeah. Correct. Uh, the camera, they do say the camera adds 10 pounds, but Natalia looks thin even on the camera. She do, yeah. she, she looks thin in an in an athletic kind of kind of way. She looks like an athlete, as a female wrestler probably should. As in, like... Yeah, exactly. Kind of like Beth Phoenix. Obviously, Beth Phoenix was, like, hench. Um, but kind yeah. of like even Trish Stratus, they're athletic to the point where you believe that they could kick some ass, where when Brie Bella's getting in the ring, it's just funny, you know? When Brie Bella's in the ring, you kind of pick her up and use her to remove some sweet corn out of your teeth. Absolutely. And the problem is, I'm, I honestly think, you look at the Bellas and you look at Natalia, it'll be interesting to see, Mike, your single man, which one would you I rather am. go on a date with? What, the Bellas or Natalia? Yeah, I, one of the two Bellas or Natalia. Well, Brie Bella, I wouldn't touch with a barge pole. Right. Personally, because I say she's too skinny. I don't, I don't go for women who are really, really skinny. I, I don't, I just, it's just not my thing. So if it's Nikki or Natalia, I'm not too sure. But all I know is, is that two, I, I just don't get, I just don't understand it. Natalia's a pretty girl. And yet she is bigger, but she's bigger because she's muscular. To call she, to call her fat is like I don't know. It's, it makes no sense. Well, that that's a bit like uh, that's that's a bit like going up to Brock Lesnar, who's really cut up and calling him fat. I mean, you know, I mean, that's an extreme example. That's I like calling John Cena yeah. fat, really, because he's yeah. well built. It's just it's just it's, ridiculous. It, it, it's like saying John Cena is fat because he has like a fifty-five inch waist. Absolutely, and he, it's, he has a fifty-five inch waist because he's fucking huge. I know, and and from from the company that wants you to be a star, Mike, and stop yeah. the name calling and bullying. I know they're using this arguably as an angle on their show, but it's a bit like okay, it's just ridiculous. Um, it's so so silly. It, it's just, they may they may as well change the don't be a Bella, be a star. Don't be a Bella. Yeah, uh, it's che- it's kind of cheap heat. There's a thousand better ways to get heat and get yeah. a storyline between Natalia and the Bellas, let's be honest. I think that for all of that show, all of the storylines with the men were done very well and all of the matches were good, if not very good. 
the one women segment, and this is not me saying it's anything to do with the performers, obviously. But that one segment was written in 30 seconds on the back of a matchbox and shit. You're right. I mean, okay, Mike, let's, let's look at, um, uh, you know, women's wrestling as a whole. When oh. have you been interested in a feud or a match which revolves around someone saying the other one's fat? Never. Never. When have you been involved in a match where it's been an interesting storyline, Mickey James, Trish Stratus at WrestleMania, or Lita and Trish basically saying, I'm better than you, let's have a match? That's when it's basically oh, yeah. been, arguably, you know, the best. The thing is, I think at the moment, AJ versus Caitlin is actually pretty damn good. That's true. Yeah, that's a crazy they story. They have both crazy good trip. and bad on the same show, in the same division, written by the same people. How? <laughs> I know, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, the Caitlin AJ storyline is interesting. It is intriguing, um, and, and I know well, they... I think it's, a, it's an odd storyline, but the matches are surprisingly good. I think. Yeah, yeah. Considering it's got uh, Caitlin and AJ in, two, um, well, not exactly veterans by any means. Um, I a... think they're having good. I think they're having quite good matches. Don't you? I do. Um, I think I, uh, I, I, I would like to wonder backstage how tightly booked, let's say, um, these matches are move for move. But you Good can't. You, but you can't argue with with the end with the end result. I mean, I, I remember watching yeah. the last one on paper. You thinking, for God's, you know, uh, you know, rolling my eyes. But then I, I didn't fast forward it. I watched it, and I actually thought, crap, bloody hell, that's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Exactly. That's what I've been finding with these two, and yet with the Bellas and Natalia, it was just terrible. You know. Uh, ah! Penis. I know, I know, I know. For the record, that was me being a bit sweary. Someone didn't just kick me in my proverbials. In your proverb, so they. Uh... Yeah. Ah, penis. Well, yeah. So, so I, basically, we have I, I, ladies, ladies. My penis is fine. There you go, boys. Oh, and it is. His penis is. It's fine. So we've you had. Heard it, you heard from James's mouth. <laughs> we've had. You can, you can make your own jokes about that. We've had the best and worst of the women's division in WWE. Basically, yeah. I thought 95% of that show, including the other women's stuff, was, was a good show. It was a solid show. But that bit, horrible. Um, do you like the term divas? I don't... I, don't, I, don't, I just think it's stupid. Uh, it's, mm, I'm fine with... Mm, I don't know, really. I mean, it's it's the same as calling them superstars instead of wrestlers. I suppose they need to call them something. I would rather it still be the women's championship. I know, I know, I know that you'd say the same about that. Yep, the women's champ, not the divas championship with the vagina belt. I just don't understand that yeah. at all. Well, vaginas. No, no, not that. How the, do you not understand vaginas? You vaginas. Have a three-year-old daughter. I do have a three-year-old daughter. I'm not a virgin anymore, but. Um, Yay! Oh, but, by the way, ha- happy birthday to us for the other day. Oh, thank you very much, Mike. Um, That's all right. Yeah, I just don't get it. I just don't. I don't get why they call it the Divas Division. It's just what they're wrestlers. Women's Division. Play. Can you? Can you? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, in the UFC, they they don't call it the UFC Divas Division. The UFC Femme Fatale Belt, do they? It's the sure. Women's Championship Belt. Job done. You know what it is. It just takes. I mean, if wrestling ever want you ever want to suspend your disbelief, 
right? Yeah. It's the women's belt. But the minute you start calling it the Divas belt and think, you think, what the fuck is this? Surely. To an extent, yes. I mean, the Divas belt, the Divas division at the moment, Caitlin, not very charismatic, good in the ring. AJ, good in the ring, and I think is, a, is, is, good, is good at what she does, and she's very good at being crazy. I think they need a third good wrestler. I think they need one more. Well, they've got Natalia. That's true. They do Natalia. They don't fucking use her. That's that's the point. I'd forgotten. Well, yeah, they had Beth Phoenix not too long ago. What happened to her? She left. Uh, She left. I think she just gave up. Well, after all, she went, look, for fuck's sake. Probably. I'm done. Absolutely. I wonder where she is now. She's not in TNA, is she? No, 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 no. She's she's not in that. TNA have been, by the way, TNA have been doing a lot of releases, haven't they? Have they? But they've been releasing people quite a few. They released who's the guy that got injured quite badly? I forgot his name by uh, Zima Ion in that match. Uh, no idea. He got. Uh, he might. Oh, they released him. Um, <laughs> I oh, I'm that really, guy. I'm really annoyed now. I don't know who it is. Uh, the, the, what, the, what, what, they oh, released. Like, uh, Dino Brown's been released. Really? Yeah, backstage. Crew. Yeah, yeah. But, well, this was—he briefly was part of the Aces and Eights. <laughs> it was fucking awful. They—they did this big reveal about the newest member, and it was D'Lo Brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like—it was like they did a big reveal for the Royal Baby, and it came out it was some kind of goblin creature. Yeah, it would be a bit like that, wouldn't it? Um, Although I'd... that would be hilarious, actually. If if if, 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 if whatever her name was, I forgot. I don't know Kate Middleton gave birth to some kind of goblin. And now here's the royal baby. blood. <laughs> you got to admit, it's, it's a cool thought, isn't it? The third in line to the throne. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's the list of, of talent released within the company in the past month that we know of. Um, Crimson, Joey Ryan, Tara, Matt Morgan, Christian York, Taylor Hendricks, Madison Rain, Bruce Pritchard, and Dino Brown. Bruce Pritchard? I thought he was their head booker. Well, there you go. It's interesting. What's happening to TNA at the moment? Impact Wrestling, sorry. TNA. Impact, fuck it, I don't know. What's happening to the other wrestling company on Spike? Well, what I do know is that they brought back Sanjay Dutt, Petey Williams, and Chris Sabin is suddenly their world champion. <laughs> so, no, 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 I think that's great. It is. Um, it's about five or six years too late is, that they decide to do things like that. You're, it is five years too late. You're right. I mean, the, oh, the, the people they, re- they released, Tara, that's a bit of a surprise, old uh, Victoria. Uh, Madison Ray, that's a surprise. At one point, she was at the whole folks their women's division. Crimson was overrated from the start, I thought. Uh, D'Lo Brown, just a guy. Uh, Bruce Pritchard... Yeah, so I, well, I'm curious who's booking the show now. I wonder if it's anyone good. No idea. I'm going to find out. Entertain the people. I'm going to find out. Hang on. Oh, Jessica Ennis out of World Championships. Oh, the poor dear. Okay. Uh, oh, I've, I've still got buzzards open on my on my screen. Uh, TNA booking team. 
If it's not Bruce Pritchard, who is it? Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Drum rolls, please. Drum rolls, please. Uh, no, it's not that one. Ah, uh, is it this? No. Oh, there's got to be something in here. Well, my uh, the, the silence is golden. Yes, it, well, say something then. Um, uh, <laughs> T- I don't, I don't, I don't. It's TNA. I don't, I don't know. They're, they're their own worst enemy, aren't they? Um, yes. I, I, I mean, <sighs> ah, yep. I've got, I, because I, I, I remember the uh, the thingy that, as Mazzotti said, their Wikipedia page is usually very good for um, what's it called. Uh, thingy, Absolutely. information like this. Informa- I- <clears throat> well, I mean, well, Mike TNA, the, the, the company that at one time was in such a role, fans it, at, at WWE used to chant TNA back in two thousand six, two thousand seven. Um, yeah, what happened? You know, it was on a roll, and let's be honest, it was looking like at one point it could be a contender, you know, a, a legitimate uh, competition to WWE. Um, uh, and all that momentum was ruined, wasn't it? Let's be honest. And I don't think TNA really ever recovered. Or ever will recover. You don't think it ever will? I don't think it ever will, no. I mean, they're called TNA. They change their name to Impact Wrestling. They currently have, really... Are they called TNA? Are they Impact? They've got an identity crisis. They don't even know what to call themselves. What would you like to call them? Uh, I don't know. Total non-stop action wrestling. I can understand that's a silly name. Uh, impact sort of, wrestling. Sort of, it sort of worked. It sort of worked, though. Yeah, but, in, but yeah, total impact wrestling just sounds like an indie group that would meet up for a weekend at a leisure centre, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, you, you know, uh, so I don't really know. I, so, I sort of know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, so, so they've called it total non-stop action wrestling, TNA. I... I just keep it. I don't know why they didn't keep it at that. Why did they change the ring? I mean, was ah, there... Ah, a... hello. Yep. Okay, I may have found a couple of things. All right. Uh, not him. Uh, okay. It looks like the, the... the All right. Director of Creative Writing, which I'm guessing means head booker, mm-hmm. is Dave Lagana. Oh, Okay. Yeah, who used to he used to book for Dead Ring. Yeah, he did. And also another creative writer I've heard before is a fellow called Matt Conway. Okay. Who I think who I think was in TNA for a while. So no, so they're good. they I, I don't know much about them really. It's really it's not as interesting as I hoped. Mike, what was that? It's not as interesting as I hoped. No, <laughs> and then TNA got a Hall of Fame, even though they've been around for. 20 what, minutes. Uh, just over 10 years now. 10, 11 years. Um, well, uh, but, well, isn't there only really one person there who's singing it? <laughs> yeah. Well, seriously, I thought I was, I thought it was just Why? Him. Why have a Hall of Fame? Why, for fuck's what? sake? I can't Why? No! Can't what, what, for a company that's been low, around 11, 12 years, you have a Hall of Fame? It's well, going to be, uh, pr- I mean, be a pretty short-lived Hall of Fame, isn't it? Good point. <laughs> surely, surely, Mike... Um, 
if they do that, if they have their fiscal year, you know, before Bound for Glory, would it wouldn't it be better to basically end the year at Bound for Glory, you know, like they would at WrestleMania, and yeah. basically have an award night for where fans vote best heel, best match, best face, and have like a TNA, a legitimate, like the Slammys, but a legitimate one, which actually means something, you know, where a lot of them are voted by the fans and have like an award night rather than a, a um, you know, like a Hall of Fame night before the Bound for Glory. Well, they did used to do that voting thing. It was all done on the website. So they sort of did, but they never did an award show. I don't think. That's a good point. No, I mean, it could, you know, it could take up an hour, couldn't it, with, with clips and stuff, and uh, bring a few old TNA wrestlers back, you know, to, to announce some of the awards, things, things like that. And, and then, you could, then you could have the, uh, a lifetime achievement or some kind of achievement award rather than a Hall of Fame, you know? Which you could have given to Ric Flair and Sting, rather than put them in the, uh, a joke of a Hall of Fame. Sure, you know. Unfortunately, I think for TNA, a lifetime achievement award, rather than a, you know, honouring the achievements of Ric Flair, rather rather than uh, a, the Hall of Fame for a company that's been around. I mean, for, for, for a Hall of Fame, for me, I'm what you know. We're both you know late twenties, early thirties, but they. Yeah. For, for a company that has a Hall of Fame, I'd like to think it has to be around at least a bit longer than me, if that makes any sense. Fair enough. I can sort of understand that. And TNA isn't. That's why I think maybe they should just had a best of, you know, like a, an awards show rather than if they wanted to do something special. And let's be honest, Mike, in, five, five, six years, if they did that consistently, like WWE do the Hall of Fame, it probably would be something that most fans would look forward to if they did a good job of it. Do you think... Do you think they should give the Lifetime Achievement Award to Garrett Bischoff? Why? Well, I was going to say, actually. The, um, the, the Lifetime Achievement being getting this far without being killed for Eric Bischoff being his dad. That is true. And uh, he's not in the releases, is he? No, he's, he's an executive producer there. He has one fan, me. You like him? I love Eric Bischoff. Eric Always Bischoff, there. yeah. But do you like Garrett Bischoff? Oh, no, he's a twat. There you go. Um, oh, dear. Well, do you remember when he came to the UK? Thank you, everyone, for supporting me. Boo! Yes. It was very funny. And let's be honest, if Hulk Hogan can't get you over, it's never happening. Good point. <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, you know what? I think I think Garrick Bishop is probably the one person that will turn... John Cena, a hundred percent face in an arena. <laughs> Let's be, you know. There's an interesting thought. I think the only other time it's ever happened was against Kevin Federline. Ah, uh, yes. Who was bizarrely not totally <laughs> shit in the ring. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, but now TNA have got obviously the Europe former UFC light heavyweight champion Rampage Jackson. Uh, you know, another UFC guy that they've kind of done nothing yeah. with, etc. Seemingly. So is he a retired UFC guy uh, in this I, Has it worked? I think he might be fighting in like better another another basically fight fighting championship company. I'm not sure. But he's retired okay. he's not in the UFC anymore, no. Could be no like like Bros Lesnar's not in the UFC, but Brock Lesnar doesn't do anything else other than wrestling. 
say. Uh, Does he do nothing else? No. Um, no. Um, I, he, well, he's, probably, he's, he's probably made some money now, though. So, yeah. Lesnar has, yeah. I mean, he can retire now on the money he's made. You know, let's be honest, uh, you know, ah. ages ago, being a former UFC heavyweight champion, headlining um, the biggest UFC main event of all, UFC 100, you know, that was, uh, you know, one point, I think, three million buys or something. Uh, so, yeah. Ah. Yeah, absolutely. And and he had a special contract where he got a certain percentage of the gate uh, or something like that. So, I mean, let's be honest. Really? Yeah, Brock Lesnar, even on his current, even before the going back to the WWE, I'm pretty confident. And as long as he wasn't silly with his money, he could have retired and not had to work again. Good God. And he's in his 30s. I he think. is, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but... It'd be interesting. And, just... lady, and ladies, he's single. What, Lesnar? Oh, my dear. I think he is. I don't know if he's still You're right, he's very disabled. I, I, I'm just saying that to be jocular. Um, now, I mean, obviously, before we finish, Mike, um, we've obviously yes. got John Cena, Daniel Bryan. Who do you think should win that match? Obviously, we'll talk about it more in depth, probably next week before you go on holiday. Yes. But, who, but, you know, who, do you, who would you like? We'd all like Bryan to win. Without question. I would love John Cena for the first time oh. ever to tap out. Me too. Not going to happen. Um, and so then at least John Cena pass out then he saves a kind of a, he saves face and Daniel Bryan wins lovely like Austin Bret Hart yeah that I mean, could work I mean if John Cena was going to lose that's how I'd make him lose he doesn't give up that's, he that's doesn't good. get pinned that's very good he passes out for the pain so, so you know you could even argue that okay Bryan I didn't tap you didn't pin me I passed out uh, let's go again and you've got basically a ready made rematch haven't you I think that's very good. I think, that, I think you just booked it. It's not going to happen. John Cena's going to win. Or Brian will win by a... You know, like one of those... Uh, the other guy slips over banana peel type wins and just uh, a flash one, two, three. If he does win, that's it's what I think is going to happen. It won't be a strong win. But I think if Brian does win, unfortunately. And then, because I, I, I wonder whether Vincent Mann sees this guy, he's small as a, uh, as a legitimate, you know, the champion, a bit like he didn't like Rey Mysterio being the champion. That's if, cro- that crossed my mind. I mean, we all know that, obviously, I think they're quite behind him. I like, yeah, yeah, but the, the, SummerSlam's going to be the big test, isn't it? Yes, that's true. I mean, if he doesn't win, fair enough. I can understand that. It, I think momentum-wise, surely it makes sense for Daniel Bryan to win and at least keep the championship a couple of months. You know, maybe up until Survivor Series and then lose it again. Fair, you know, that 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 would be great. Hey, or, or even I don't want him to. If he wins, I don't want him to lose it straight away. I don't want him to lose it to Randy Orton cashing in money in the bank. I know everyone's kind of that expecting would be horrendous. that. Horrendous. No, exactly. That'd be horrendous. That. It would be. It would be if horrendous. Brian wins. On the one hand, I'll be celebrating. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'll be going. Please, can the show end now? Please, can the show end now? So Randy Orton doesn't come out. Would you be praying if, for that if, naughty fan in South Africa to come back and low blow Randy Orton as he walks down to the ring? So therefore, not cashing in his money in the bank. I'll fucking do it. I tell you. I tell you what. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> That would that, be good, wouldn't it's, it? It's, it, it? it's not a matter of hating Randy Orton. At times I have, I don't particularly, but it, these days, it's just a case of he's dull and I adore Daniel Bryan that much. I will shit in Randy Orton's face if it helps to slow <laughs> there him down. There you go, there you go. A bit of scat. Yeah, I think, I think, I, I don't, well, yeah. I do dislike Randy Orton in terms of, uh, like, did um, you say a bit of, did, did you say a bit of scat? Bit of scat, yeah. Wonderful. 
And like like the Scat Man from when we were kids. Yes. Remember that song? I'm the Scat Man. That brings a whole there new you go. that brings a whole new meaning to the song. I'm the Scat Man. Did you think that's a noise we... that most people would make if someone did poo in your face? And that's why it's the song. I don't know. Um <laughs> that's the noise. That's 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 what I'm gonna sing when I'm shitting Randy Orton's face. I'm the scat man. But you steal a microphone <laughs> and start going bada bee ba 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 da bo as you pooing. That's exactly his, what I'm gonna do. As you're defecating in Randy Orton's face. Interesting, Mike. Yes, I, Interesting. I've disgusted myself here. But <laughs> that does not, ladies and gentlemen, that does not normally happen. It doesn't. Well, it, it could be worse. It could piss in his hat. You could. You could wee-wee in his hat. I will poo in his face, wee-wee in a hat, and put it on his head. And then he'll be so confused with the whole experience, he'll retire. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I don't hate Orton the way that we used to, but he's just No, I don't... Dull. I think he's word dull, of the day... Dull, dull. I think word of the day, then, for both of us... I, I probably still um, dislike him a tiny bit more than you. Uh, yeah. Uh, only because I mean I don't have anything. He's good. He can he can have solid matches given the right bloke. He uh, can given the given the right person. He has on times had okay promos. Never amazing, but okay ones. I think apathy though is probably the word of the day rather than dislike. Yeah, it's like he. Um, I think in the ring he's fine these days. I think he's improved a lot. Uh, but as you say, I just uh, the rest of the times I'm like, oh him again. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and now obviously the other match at SummerSlam, Mike. Before we before we finish, uh, Fandango. Yeah, Fandango. CM Punk, Brock Lesnar. Who's winning it? Oh, the best versus the beast. I find in this one really hard to decide. So I'm going to say Punk. It, you know what? Funny enough, I know. The, the problem is they they made Brock Lesnar lose too much against Triple H. He should never have lost against Triple H. Right? Exactly. Ever. I can understand him losing against John Cena for the first time. At the time, it kind of made sense. Maybe they shouldn't have done it. Um, but for this one, it does kind of make sense for CM Punk to win, being that he's seemingly the other than John Cena, the big, the other big face of the company. More or less, yes. So unless they're going to have a rematch, which could happen, and their first that could easily happen. I'm going to say if this ends up being the main event at SummerSlam, CM Punk's winning. If it's not, it's probably up in the air. Uh, See, that's that's my prediction because I wouldn't know this one or Brian Cena. Which one will be the main event? I hope Brian Cena. Me too. Me too. But I could see, I could see from WWE's point of view, either being the main event. Either would work, obviously. But there's so much wonderful enthusiasm around Brian Cena. I think it'll be that. I think you need, yeah, yeah. Um, well, interestingly, I would put Brian. I'd definitely put um, Cena Brian as the main event if Brian's winning, because you want the fate of Black yeah. with the crowd chanting "Yes, yes" as Brian's holding the belt. As the oh, last that'd image be so you see. Good. It would be so good. We can only dream. Wouldn't it be even wouldn't it be even better though if Brian wins, Orton cashes in money in the bank, and then five minutes later he taps out? Well oh, it oh it oh 
and then so quits. I'm go to sleep he says he's I, quitting the yes, company. And, and, and returns the handbag. And returns. Yeah, I mean, as a character, he quits and we don't see him for a while. And then when he comes back, it's like, he comes back at the Royal Rumble as a surprise. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah. Uh, with, a hand, be... with a handbag. <laughs> with, with a handbag. And a new, with a handbag in one hand and a newspaper under his arm. Good. See my thinking. Excellent. Well, there what you the go. What are you doing? I, I've got an itchy ear. I'm rubbing my ear. You dirty bastard. I know. Yeah. Well, there you go, Mike. Um, I, I take it that, that we've kind of... Well, I've never run out of things to say. But, Mike... Never. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Over, over. Until next week, Mike. Over to you. Hmm... Coney Island, bang, good night. The WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United States, the Western Hemisphere, the planet Earth, the heavens above, the galaxies, the craft that you love, the universe, and now. Oh, yeah! We'll never. Game. Yeah.